0: Well, welcome back to the Pond Theater with uh, your hosts, Cancel Chase and Cancel Cody.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> I got canceled too because I'm on the podcast.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you know what we're talking about today, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, Justin didn't come here because he didn't want to be canceled. He's like, no, I, I want to continue my show. No, <laughs> Justin, Justin couldn't be here because, well, uh... He's got work on Fridays now, so they switched up to Fridays, so he can't do the podcast. Uh, The the only thing is why I'm doing here instead or now instead of tomorrow, because tomorrow also got the variety pond. We're going to be talking about the boys, uh, the oh yeah, season two, the first four episodes that get released, along with the Netflix show Hoops, and uh, what was another one. Oh, yeah, Love on the Spectrum.
1: Oh, I saw a few episodes of that. That was really sweet. Oh, which one? Love on the Spectrum. Okay, I thought
0: you were about to say hoops. I was like, you mother. No, I,
1: I don't even know what the hell hoops is.
0: Well, stay tuned tomorrow because it was on the top ten, and I saw it, and I'm like, wow, nobody tried to cancel this thing. All I have to say is it's on the level of 365 days of holy crap.
1: Wow, that bad and that atrocious.
0: Yeah, and it's also got some recognizable people attached to it. So that that's the other thing that really got me with it is that, you know, some people approved of it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was not good. I saw the whole season. I was like, this does not need to continue, but we'll – Say that through tomorrow. How are you doing, Cody?
1: Uh, I'm okay, a little tired, but I'm here.
0: That's good. At least you're doing okay.
1: What about you, Chase?
0: Oh, I don't even want to answer that. The, this whole <laughs> day was, uh it's it's about the movie we're going to be talking about. But I, you know, uh, I, I even just went on Twitter. I went on Twitter. And for a bit, it was trending. Hashtag cancel cuties. Um, you know, cancel Netflix. Led by Ben Shapiro. Of course. Hold on. Okay. So anyway, uh, so I just got back and Cody's just been patiently waiting and all that. But yeah, as I was about to say, Ben Shapiro, like you think about who are the people trying to cancel this? And again, it always has to come back to politics for some reason. Like, what, what do you even think about this?
1: About the whole nature of it becoming political or people wanting to cancel Netflix because of it?
0: Well, see, this is what. I mean we're we might as well just jump into it because I, I I don't think there's any need to keep BSing about uh, I mean people look onto this they're like, okay, what what about cuties? Are these people pedoph I'm like okay. Okay. So I go on Twitter and I see that hashtag canceling for a bit. Now the thing is I'm on tw- I was on Twitter just a second ago to promote the latest episode of the gang tadpole. And it's no longer trending. So what really gets to me though is the movie came out on a Wednesday and it wasn't even on the top 10. Like you would have to dig in to search for it. So people who wanted to cancel Netflix, they were actively looking for it.
1: Yeah, and that puts me more into question... Why were you looking into it unless you legitimately wanted to see what the controversy was about or like us were reviewing it?
0: Yeah. And, and by the way, for those saying, well, it's because of the poster, they changed the, the promotional image for it. So that's no longer relevant. Uh, you look on the Netflix uh, page for cuties. It's a completely different poster. Uh and that that's the other thing is because I see it get rolled around on Twitter where people are putting that old poster and then putting in this scene from the movie where they are dressed like that and saying, oh, that this is what the movie is about. Uh, so we saw the movie, uh, me and Cody, and probably Justin. So Justin, he's going to do it on uh, uh, his own thing. And talk about it Because he did that for Mulan Which by the way There are people wanting to cancel Over at Mulan as well
1: Oh yeah I've been seeing that Not, I don't know what that's about it's Something about oh. where it was being filmed
0: So yeah it was something Where it being filmed And I'm like Okay so what, what I will give to that Is Okay um, What I was trying to say is where i kind of see what they were going for or what they were talking about in a way this is where i'm gonna play Dill Zackett for them there was something that uh was hidden in the credits and i skipped the credits so this was on me but there was something that was typed on the credits and when i read about it, i was like okay that was a little messed up and uh I forgot the exact words for it, but it was basically trying to say like, okay, the, the all donate all donations go into stopping this uh, organization, which they deem to be uh, evil. Except that organization is for uh, Chinese, the Chinese is, is rights, and trying to compare them to uh, terrorists from. Uh, you know the Muslim or uh, Islam or whatever, and when I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm still keeping my rating because again, the, the people work on the credits are the same people worked on the movie. But then, yeah, that, that's a that is a little messed up. Hopefully, they change it. I mean, you never know. Uh, Disney has not commented on any of this, by the way. And also, move on to sub trending, so it's like okay, are you committed to this or you're doing it because hey, Uh, which I'm not saying, hey, you shouldn't, if you want to protest this movie, by all means protest. But the other thing is that the movie owned by Disney, Disney has been mining off of Chinese dictatorship for years. And this one movie isn't going to be the, the deciding factor for uh, Disney doing more $30 rentals or Disney making more money off of the Chinese government. In fact, if you go ahead and watch uh, Mandalorian Season 2 and tune in to all those other things, you're basically still supporting the Chinese government. I mean, Disney has made a, quite a lot of money off of Star Wars and Marvel. so And we're not going to say anything about that. I mean, that's what I don't get is that we're not consistent about this. Uh,
1: I mean, that's just tried and true with anything you attack. I mean, I don't know if you remember people saying that, you know, the Harry Potter books were evil because they support witchcraft. But Lord of the Rings is fine because it has Christian undertones in it. Yet there are wizards in Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, so that that's, when I saw those, and I even read, like, a review, I thought was really cringy, because, I mean, it was basically someone making out to be, like, the worst movie of all time, and, look, if you don't like Mulan, that was perfectly fine, but the way it was written, like, he came in with uh, pretty much prejudice from knowing what the lead actress said a year ago, and then knowing that it was filmed, and, it, like, all the controversy around... Uh, China, because he was like, let me tell you about this BS movie. Um, Where do I begin? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't think I can handle this terrible garbage. I'm like, okay, man. He he did one part of his review. He was like, uh, and and the fact that they, how they pronounce chi, it's like, it's so wrong. It's not accurate to Chinese history. Uh, Man, even Kung Fu Panda is more accurate. I'm like, Okay. (laughs) uh, Justin, he loved the movie. So anyway. (laughs) Okay. uh, He loved it. No, he loved it. He's like, man, this movie is amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. uh, I mean, we all still gave it like a good stamp, which makes us all canceled because people really hate this movie too.
1: Oh, I mean, I gave it kind of a so-so stamp, but... but.
0: You didn't give it a void. That's the problem. Instantly. Yeah, I didn't.
1: Say, well, it wasn't terrible. I can't say something's terrible if it's a well-made movie.
0: Apparently, okay. that's another thing the Ren review said. is like, "And the action sucks It's so janky. The the visuals are bad." I'm like,
1: okay. "That was the best part for me. Was the visuals? No, I, and I, the I like action. the action
0: too. Like, I I thought there wasn't a lot of movies out there that are doing a lot or much with." Uh, you know, stunt choreography and and practical effects. Like, yeah, there are some CG, but I mean, with all the stunt work going on, with people climbing on uh, the different or the castles and uh, not the castles, the you know the walls and doing all all sorts of like samurai uh, acrobats. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was a throwback to those. Chinese action movies from the early 2000s or uh, late 90s. I kind of remember a movie similar to this. But...
1: Uh, um, yeah, it's very reminiscent of stuff like uh, Jet Li's Hero, uh, Curse of the Golden Flower. Um, there's another one that's really gorgeous and has like that kind of action in it. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now. Uh, House of Flying Daggers.
0: Yeah. But anyway, so we're all canceled because we said good things about that movie. So now we're going to get double canceled because of uh, this film. Which is about a little girl by the name of... Uh, do you know the actress who plays this? Uh, I don't know
1: anybody's name in this movie. I suspect they're all French, right? Well,
0: they, they are French. That's the thing. is It's a French movie. And even the, the director is a black woman... She is also French. Uh but yeah, this takes place in uh oh her the director's name is my Ma, Ma, umama du, du seco. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> this is <laughs> they're like what I, what kind of name? What I, I don't
1: know. I I I don't know how to say her name, but I assume that's correct.
0: Yeah, but anyway, the main protagonist, Amy, uh, played by Faithia Yos- uh, lives with her mother, uh, Miriam, in one of Paris's poorest neighborhoods. I mean, right when you see her with her family, uh, the house is very run down. She, she does not live in a uh, you know, a comfortable situation, but she's still going to school. Then there's one day where she finds all these little dance groups and she makes friends with people who peer pressure her into do, doing all of these uh, inappropriate uh, dance collectives and you know, getting into all these things that are way over her age. But this is where people are like, oh, oh yeah, I'm pro pedophilia. Hey, there you go. No, throughout the film. Well, actually, you know why don't you why don't you take? Do you think this movie is very supportive of you know?
1: No, it's not pro pedophilia. Now I could see if you watched it why you would get upset about it and why you wouldn't like it. I didn't necessarily like what I was watching. I don't even think I can recommend this movie, but I don't think it's like this, hey, everybody check this out. And my wife did say after we watched it that she did feel a little bit better knowing that a woman directed it. I do think some of the shots are a little too gratuitous of the dancing and that might be the point of the film, but it was a little much for me. But to answer your question, I do not think it supports pedophilia.
0: No, and I completely see what you mean uh, in a way because, yeah, before the film tackles its message and and goes ahead and tell, I mean, pretty much says it outright, this is wrong. You shouldn't be supporting it. You should do something about this if you're a parent. Uh, There is a part of the film where before you get to that, it is kind of going through the motions of them getting into this stuff. And yeah, it is definitely tough to watch. I will say, I was like, is there an adult around here? This is kind (laughs) of, I I don't, I mean. Yeah, that's
1: my biggest thing about this movie is like how unchecked or how unaware adults are. And I guess that does happen.
0: That does. Now, this is where I'm going to be in the movie's favor because this is a real issue. And what, what I've been saying in, in my other recording when talking about this, there are so many cases over here in the US alone of children being uh, kidnapped, being um, going missing, getting um, sexualized, groomed and all that. And nobody does a darn thing about it. There was actually a uh, article, not an article, but there was a video uh, it was just a couple days ago, but there was a girl who was kidnapped and she was found locked in a car. Nobody would believe her and they would think that is crazy. She's crazy for saying that she's been kidnapped. This is true. So we're all, you might think, okay, maybe this movie is overplaying some things. These issues exist. That's where I even pull up on Google Images. You can get outfits that look like the outfits in this movie.
1: Well, I mean, there are dance competitions across this country that have kids dressed like this at that age group. I mean, this is something that happens and it continues to be an issue. And that's why a lot of parents don't even put their kids in beauty pageants or dance dancing programs because of this.
0: And that's why I really appreciate this movie for not holding back and exposing these issues and doing something about it. Because the movie is constantly condemning this. Like there isn't a single point where the word you see kids kind of doing these things and reasonable adults are like, oh yeah, man, I support, man, that is hot. They're like, what are you doing? No, stay away from this. Uh, and there there was even a point because it gets shared around on Twitter you see that uh, promotional image of the girls in the the, the the costume. That's actually the last 10 minutes of the movie. So that's not even the whole movie. So that's what Twitter is kind of uh, exaggerating on a part because this is, this is like the last 10 minutes and during those last 10 minutes while they're up there dancing, doing their thing, all the adults in there, they were horrified, like, there was not one adult in there that approved of what was going on, and as much as it is tough to watch, I think this is important, in a way, almost, I think of this as, like, a PSA, you know, when those, like, PSAs that don't smoke, don't drunk driving, and they those ones will, that will scar you for life and show you the, the actual consequences. Mostly, that's from Canada or somewhere uh, out of the country. But uh, this is kind of like that. I mean, this is one big PSA of take care of your kids and don't let them get into just about anything. Now, I will say when it comes to that, there are some things that I, that did turn me off. It was the music is kind of corny. There are some music choices in here. One of it, w- which was from the trailer and it is very cheesy and it kind of feels out of place for a movie that is trying to take itself so seriously. Which I feel like those choices were done by Netflix. Something tells me they weren't in the original cut of the movie. I mean...
1: They probably weren't. They probably picked it up to distribute it for a wide audience.
0: Which that's the thing is this shouldn't be for a wide audience. This should be for adults who are very underplaying the whole child sexualization thing that that are keep ignoring it and keep doing nothing about it. I mean, for parents who want to know what they should avoid doing when raising a kid, I do think some people do need to watch this, especially the people who've been trying to cancel this. Because you need, and I'm talking to the the people who are... uh, you know, that, that are they're trying to say, you know, I, this, is, this is hazardous, this is, uh, you know, Netflix is grooming the children. No, what you're doing is you're just being ignorant as heck, because you don't know what's out there that you just don't care about. And that's why I think the anger should be directed at all these things that allow these dan- dance pageants, all these other things to happen. So that's why I appreciate this movie for calling it out and not pulling back, as disturbing as it is. Because I will say it is. And it it continues to, on purpose. Like, the movie does not try to take any of this lightly. In fact, there are moments in the film where the kids are even horrified at what they're doing. Because they're 11, they don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: they're a number of scenes where repercussions or things that happen and it was just like, I can't believe this is happening. And then like, they're shocked at the reactions that happen because they do these things and they're not even realizing what they're doing. Cause they don't even know what it means. They're just doing cause they saw this on dance videos and stuff.
0: Yeah. And there's the whole thing also about peer pressure because again, You could be a very kind girl or boy, but if you make friends with the wrong people, they could teach you into doing bad things. And these are lessons as a parent you should know. You should be wary of. And people are wanting to get rid of this movie because they don't want to deal with it. And that's the problem. That's why it keeps happening because we're all like, shut it off. I don't want to hear about it.
1: Well, I mean, you can say that about a number of problems across our country is yeah. because we don't want to discuss it. We just want to sweep it under the rug. That's why we have high teen pregnancy rates. That's why racial and injustice is still a problem. This is why, name any problem we have in the country, it's because we don't want to talk about it or examine it in any way.
0: Yeah, so there are things that I say that I appreciate, again, uh, of this. And I even criticize the music. I'll also say, I'm kind of debating back and forth on even how I think about this with, there are parts where the kids, they're sort of uh, being bratty. I mean, very bratty. All four of them together. And getting themselves into trouble and I was like okay I I don't really feel for I don't want to see anything bad happen to them but I'm also like you shouldn't do this although I don't remember I don't recall like how much self-awareness does an 11 year old have uh, so I don't know if I would even say the criticism but I just think it's at the least there is something sweet about this girl wanting to be something and wanting to just kind of be accepted. And I did get really attached to the main character. If anything, the the main protagonist of this film, Amy, I thought she was great. And which is awesome because there's not a lot of movies about dance that star black girls. And she is, I think she is well-developed now the rest of the kids. I mean, there's some parts where she's got with uh, the one with uh, glasses. Uh, Oh,
1: the girl that lives in her building.
0: Yeah. I did. I did like some moments between two of them. That wasn't about uh, sex. It was just like, Hey, you know what? There's just two girls giggling and uh, they both live in a poor situation. Uh, again, it's just like the case of uh, you know what are these what are these people getting into, and you know by the end it's like it, it is one PSA: be a better parent, be a better adult, be responsible, be mature,
1: be aware of your child's life and what they're doing.
0: So, I mean. Bes- despite the music choices and I'll say maybe there's some scenes I didn't think were that well-written. I don't know. I, I would, I would recommend this movie on caution that it is a very tough watch. And you know, it may not be for you, but if you're someone who has just been spending all this time trying to rebel against its existence, then yeah, you do need to sit your butt down and watch what you were trying to fight. So, you know, it's not, I don't think it's going to be on my top 10 favorite, but I I did think years later, I'm going to find this movie even more relevant because my niece is going to grow up. And there are some things that she needs to be prepared for to avoid. Now, I'm, I'm not showing her at this at 11, of course. But <laughs> yeah, at 11... don't. No, 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 not doing that. But at 11, all these things are going to come... I mean, yeah, this is years later because she's three. But at 11, all these things are going to come back to me. And I'm like, okay, well, these are things that's going to you know, being as an uncle, these are things that I have to help teach and help uh, advise that uh, these kids not get into. And yeah, I'm going to remember this movie for quite a while. And instead, it has made me, it made me feel more wary and more protective of kids, instead of making me feel like, oh, man, I want to do all, do all these things to them no in, instead it's doing the opposite of what people are assuming so yeah I would give it a high good there are some issues with it but overall I, I, I think it's important to watch uh,
1: I think the message is important I yeah. think some of the, the nature and gratuitous of it kind of even though that might have been the filmmakers intent I'm not sure I think it hurts it a little bit. And yeah, I I can't recommend this movie, but I do think it is trying to tell an important message. So I think anyone that is criticizing this film at a face value without knowing the context should should, um, at least know what they're criticizing. And you should have discussions about, you know, what is right what is wrong people need to be safe we need to be aware of not only in our you know because this is what happens in the film the mom gets stuck in a situation and she's depressed and is not paying attention to her children which this happens but you need to be aware of your kids lives and what they're doing and peer pressure is a terrible thing and people have made horrible horrible decisions because of peer pressure so this is a this is a tough film and like i said i can't recommend it personally to watch i didn't this i did not enjoy it well but i don't I'll, think I'll it's say, some sort of travesty that's promoting pedophilia
0: well i'll say this yeah I, I do see your point you might not be able to endure it but what i what i thought is that for any moment, it had those gratuitous dancing and, and sexuality. It's almost like its own to catch a predator. Like, if you're someone who is dis- disgusted by it, the movie's like, yeah, no, we, we agree. In fact, let me show you the repercussions right here. And if you're someone who's like, oh, man, uh, then the movie's like, oh, you thought this was great, huh? Well, <laughs> I'll take this butt whipping. You peed out. It's like okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I no, think, I
1: see your point. I, yeah. it, I'm no, just I, no, saying. I, I, I get can't. It.
0: That's that's what I'm saying. Is that you know you might not be able to sit through it because uh, and I I will admit that I I was kind of on on edge. Like okay, this is like there was a moment where i almost shield the screen i was like okay what what is going on here but they did pull back before it was one of those things like
1: i will say the moment between her and her mother near the end of the film is the very touching scene
0: yeah i mean that that's what what's reeling me into this movie is when we get out of that and we get to the touching parts between the the real genuine things between these kids and between the parents, that's where I'm like, okay, I i find there to be something very uh, beautiful and special about this movie uh, out of those relationships. And that's where I was able to, s- to sit through the very tough parts, which there are quite a few uh, because i I do feel like I do, I do feel like it is leading to some thing that is, uh, uh, you know, meaningful as a, 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 just kind of a, again, a PSA. But no, I, I get it. It's, in fact, it's kind of like those those uh, Canadian PSA commercials. Those are tough to watch. And not all, everybody's going to want to be able to sit through them. I mean, I there was an Ireland PSA about drunk driving, And they showed you the death. And I mean, people choking on blood, uh, getting stabbed by a car, uh, a lot of uh, gory things happening. This is a real commercial in Ireland. And I watched that commercial and I was like, holy crud, this is really tough. Because they they made it as realistic as possible for people who decide, you know what, I'm just. I'm not gonna pay attention to the driving. And they show you the harsh things about it. That this movie plays itself the same way as those commercials. So again, you know, know what you're getting into, but know that the film has, uh, you know, the best intentions. And whether or not you will be with it or not, that is totally up to you.
1: Proceed with caution. Yeah. I would. Uh... I would recommend never, rarely, sometimes, always. That's, that's I think that's
0: another one. That's another that one. I
1: would think hits the point a little bit better.
0: No, I, I I do, and that's because never, rarely, sometimes, always just gets right into it, and it's very consistent with it. And uh, QEs it takes a little bit to get to its moment. So I mean, I I, I get it, and uh, I I did enjoy that more, but I. I did really appreciate Cuties. I do think it's a solid film. And I, I know that's going to... All right, well, I, I hereby end the, the Ponds press <laughs> Are
1: you going to post a video later saying uh, at this point, henceforth, there will no longer be Ponds press?
0: Uh, no, people are full of crud. I mean, people on Wonder Woman <laughs> now. So, I mean, this, this whole... Thing to want to cancel cuties, is just, just stop. Anyway, undo the other film about something that is cute. Animals. Pets Unite. I love that you're rubbing your head. Oh, we're on this film now. This is kind of weird, though. It's got a uh, it's got a league of different animals who speak different uh, languages. Like, one's a Italian stereotype, there's even a French. Uh, but the thing is, the main character is a thief. He steals from this big corporation about robots, because uh, it's set in the future. And he enjoys being a thief. Well, one day he uh, gets wound up in this gang, and they go on this adventure to... Stop the evil robot corporation because they they got they got to take a destroy the world type of plan, get revenge or something like that. All that BS, and I mean that's kind of what the movie is. It's a family adventure that you've seen before. I mean, there is this good robot that tags along, and he becomes the true key to stopping the bad guy. So there's that. But yeah, th- yeah, this movie is kind of weird. I will... I will <laughs> you're like, kind of? Hmm, yeah. I mean, th- there's some questions you do have to ask. Like, okay. What? All right, so there, there's robots who rule this world. The, they rule this world with the humans. I guess the whole thing is the animals are second rate because we got he- robots as our companions or... Uh, <laughs> and and the cat here who uh is british she's afraid of spiders and you know there's some other there's a mouse a gerbil, some other t- uh, cute animals there's a pig so you got three dogs and a pig on this adventure yeah i, I was looking at this like a, Okay, I know what's going on because it's going through the exact same motions that you see in these typical kid movies. To point even having some of those backstories, like the reason why our protagonist is a thief is because his uh, owner left him. which Only raises questions when you get to the end and find out what happened to him, but while we're here, okay, some things are coming on that I don't really know how to explain. Uh, I mean, that's the thing is that what I do appreciate is this movie's ability to get weird. Because there's <laughs> a part where it gets kind of apoco- apocalyptic. Yeah. Uh, what What do you think? Since you're making all these faces when I start talking about uh, not Oh, I'm almost a cuties. I mean, Pets... <laughs> Let's unite. Unite the pets.
1: Uh, well, I love that you're looking at your phone to remember what went on in the movie. Because I'm like, well,
0: I'm trying to look at the, I'm trying to look at the cast.
1: Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I know it, basically how it starts and how they get to the ending, but like, yeah, this, this is bad. This is bad animation.
0: Oh, yeah, the animation is cheap. I mean, th- oh, my gosh. bad the voice work,
1: cheap. terrible accents for all the animals that have oh, accents. Yes. The Italian dog and the Russian tiger. The Russian hyena and their musical oh, numbers oh, are terrible.
0: I, oh, yeah, because the, the – so there's, like – Two different. The main villain is pretty much the the evil corporation with the the leader, but there's this gang of an alligator. Yeah, there's an
1: alligator. They're all animals at the zoo.
0: At the zoo, and they've got a rap number to talk about how fierce they are. And how, uh, how, how bad they are. And one of them just has bad breath. That's his old thing. But yes, all of them have accents. Natalie Dormer is the one who plays Belle the uh, uh, cat. The cat? Yeah.
1: Oh, I did not recognize her voice. So there's actually a known person in this movie. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's from Hunger Games. Michael Game Day. of Thrones. Yeah, uh, Patient Zero and dark, Darkness. And then you got Adam. Uh, the The guy playing the villain is... Eddie Marson as Frank. Stenberg. Oh, really? Yeah,
1: I did not recognize his voice either. I guess that's it's how un, un- unchecked out I was in this movie. It was just on.
0: Yeah, and uh, T- Teresa Gar- Garcia uh, from who was in? Are you sure? Okay. Well, anyway, i you've some recognizable people for sure. And that's the thing is when you even go on the Wikipedia, they don't they have a, the premises fit in one sentence. So even the no, they don't even have a yeah. Never mind. They they just said it's a German uh, chi, Chinese movie. Uh, <laughs> All right then. Well, the thing is that. Yeah, it goes exactly the way you think it is of uh, them tr- animals trying to stop all these robots and all these like goofy moments with the animals just uh biting off the robots in-, in different set pieces. It's a lot of slapstick, a lot of humor meant for little kids. I mean, that's the thing, is little kids will find this movie fine. I, I mean, I th- I saw worse. I've seen worse kids movies than this. And, and, I mean, they'll watch it. They'll be like, okay, I don't get it. Except, <laughs> I was like, they'll watch it They'll be like, okay, I don't get it. Uh, well, I mean, the, the parts where it becomes apocalyptic is when they just go down in an a and they see all these rusted robots. And I was like, okay, this is getting a little too much. And then you, the plot twist about the the corporate leader and connection to all these robots. And again, like I was following it, but I'm like, okay, it's playing on while I'm, you know, babysitting my niece. And every time I'll look at something, I'll go like, okay, that is a little crazy. Or, Hey, you know what these, that animal looks cute, even though it's cheap looking. I mean, yeah. Some of the lip syncing is off too. The the lip syncing is kind of robotic, but I don't know. I didn't find it that bad because it it played itself fine with the story and every and everything. My only I'll give it this. It
1: it's better than Fearless.
0: Oh yes, it is better than Fearless. Because at least it's not just going out of its way to insult, like, a a community. It's just being a movie for little kids. Just having all of the hijinks and the, uh, the stereotypes. And that's where you get all the bad accents and everything. But the whole ending, I don't know. This is where I'm like, do I still forgive it? I mean, that's the thing is, part of the time I wasn't paying attention to this movie because I was paying attention to my niece. So I had it playing and missed a few scenes and came back to it. I'm like, okay, now what's going on? Okay, they're still trying to fight this uh, robot leader. I mean, the names are generic. The friendly AI, his name his name is Bob. I mean, and he looks like uh, Beanox or the, the guy from uh, 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 Big Hero 6.
1: Oh, Baymax.
0: Baymax. Yeah, he looks like a knockoff of Baymax. A little bit. Like, you kind of look at what the personality of it and the the shape and structure of of, uh, Bob. He kind of does look like a Baymax knockoff. And yeah, I I mean, leading up to the ending, I was like, okay, it it gets weird in time, but not, not to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so into this. I'm like, okay. Every time it gets weird, that's when I'm in and then I'm checking out whenever we get to a character just making puns or doing bad accents. But then we get to the ending where we find out what happens to our protagonist's uh, pet or not, or not pet uh, human friend because the the backstory is well, the human friend he ditched our main or stray dog. And that's why their strays are against the robot. The robots try to hunt down stray animals. They find the owner, and the owner's like, "I've been looking all over for you." I'm like, "Were you?" Because when we saw the backstory clip, it looked like you just ditched them. What? Huh? And then it's followed up by a musical number. <laughs> Where the one of the gerbils gets up and just sings a pop song.
1: Yep, a generic pop song at that.
0: Uh, yeah, this movie can. I mean, you know, you put it on for a little kid, that's fine. But I mean, I I don't I want to remember it to put it on for my niece. my niece. Was focused on the Amazing World of Gumball, so I'll just, I'll just give it a low decent just just pit it yet. I don't even remember I I just watched it today and I already Forgotten things about it
1: Yep I I can't tell you uh, uh, There's a dog Who steals stuff He gets gets In a group with other animals There's robots And then they defeat the robots
0: Well I was hoping like okay Maybe there's more to this canine's Personality besides being a No there isn't he likes he likes to steal things he likes to go on adventures that that's the protagonist uh plot or plot and then Belle is the uh oh no Belle, sorry Belle is the human i'm getting oh. mixed up because there is the main That female. makes more
1: sense okay
0: yeah no sophie is the cat
1: gotcha so she was the cat's owner
0: Natalie yeah dormer well, we'll still we'll still anyway uh <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah, I, I, I wanted it to get more weird. I wanted it to get Animal Crackers level weird, because I still remember that movie every day of how ridiculous that film is. But this isn't consistent because every time it gets weird, it's just followed up with its plot that it thinks it's very like sincere and depth about, but it's very pale. It's very, it's very much written by a committee. Of people saying, "Hey, this is what people this is what people like in kids movies."
1: It's going through the motions.
0: Yeah, so I mean that's why I can't get mad at it because it's just doing its job at being a pathetic kids movie. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: yeah, um, it's poorly I mean, made though.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean it's not. No, it's not well made. But it's like okay, you got your kid doesn't stop shutting up and just hey, here's Pets United. And they'll maybe they'll enjoy it. Maybe they'll just forget about it. You can play in the background and be like, holy crud, is that a giant spider robot? And then, <laughs> see, that's followed up by something else. But
1: Go back to scrolling on your social media.
0: Yeah, go back to scrolling on your social media and seeing everybody complain about the next thing. Yeah. Anyway, that is all what we have on the show. And that's all what we're doing for the show. Yeah, low decent. That's what you got to say.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess I'll say low decent too. I mean, I guess it's not, you know, a trash fire. Actually, I'm going to say avoid if you're an adult. But it's low decent if you want to put something on in the background for your kids to watch. Though... You could find better movies for your kids to watch.
0: Yeah, but say they can't pay twenty bucks for like Trolls World Tour. Oh, I mean Trolls World Tour. I think it's dropped down by now because that that was way. Yeah, I think you down. can
1: yeah. get it in Redbox now. Okay. So
0: yeah, all right, never mind then. Uh, yeah, that's what we have. The, those two movies. That's all we we're going to talk about. But next time, there is a movie that has Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson in it. Oh yeah.
1: I just looked at that. That comes out Wednesday, right?
0: Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday. So let me go ahead and uh, put the title on that. Deviling All the Time. It's Yeah, it's The Devil All the Time. And uh, we'll also talk about My Octopus Teacher, a little uh, goofy uh, documentary on Netflix.
1: Uh, Which I think uh, is on already.
0: Yeah, it's on already. It already released. So both these movies, they will release uh, before Friday, which we're going to push this to Saturday for Justin so he can come back. Oh, good. Yeah. So that's uh, all we have on the show for uh, next week. hey anyway, where do you find uh, where do you find Cody? Uh,
1: you can currently find me on Facebook at Cody's film page and on Twitter and Letterboxd at FilmNerd85.
0: This will be on uh, Linktree slash Bond Suppress, you know, and you can find it on different platforms always looking for more and until next time just uh take care and you know just uh support each other because that's important
1: bye everybody